Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 137, Simple Pleasures. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, you're very welcome. And because we have just passed a Taurian new moon, felt really appropriate to talk about pleasure because Taurus is well known for enjoying its pleasures, especially its sensual pleasures. If you're a Taurian and you have Taurus in your chart, you'll know that you love music, taste, touch, smells, feeling, money, and probably sex, maybe in a different order. Everything that's sensual, including nature. But when a Taurian goes out into nature, it is all those things that come to mind, the sounds, the touch, the wind, the crackles under your feet as you're walking. And all of those aspects are about embodiment of the experience. And that's what I've come to understand about pleasure. For me, it's not just something external to me. I feel that pleasure when I am part of it, when I'm engaged in the experience. And I'm going to tell a little bit about my own story, but also I've noticed recently how many people I'm talking to having difficulty having that engaged experience. Some people call it being present, being in the now, being in the moment. And it sounds wonderful, <laughs> but it can just even there be a mental experience. I'm present rather than an intimate, an engaged, essential experience. And that's what I've come to understand about pleasure. It's when I feel that I'm nowhere else except for exactly here, and I know I'm exactly here because I can feel a resonance with the environment around myself, whether that environment is nature, my home, other people. It's that sense of exchange of energy. Yes, I'm making it maybe a little bit more complicated than it needs to be, but pleasure is a beautiful exchange of energy, that intimacy where it's not just me giving or me receiving, but wow, we're creating something totally new because of me letting my energy flow out and experience that receptivity. And I'm saying it in all these slightly complicated ways because I'm aware, first of all, that I'm going to, as I say, tell you a little bit about my own story, but also that this relates very much to the chakras, the the sacral chakra, the heart chakra, we're going to be talking about that as well. And that many times it's easier for us to be the givers rather than the receivers. Do you recognize yourself in what I'm saying? And so that receptivity requires something much more than let me help you, let me give to you, let me do it for you, let me do. It means can I open myself up? Can I trust the environment? Can I trust myself and allow myself to be open, to be receptive, to receive? And that's why I want to go a little deeper 
into talking about the chakras and how sometimes we shut ourselves down to receive. And we may find ourselves kidding ourselves that, oh, we're fine, because we're never letting anybody get that close. So as long as we keep giving and doing and, and out there in the world, we never have to rest long enough that we allow someone else to come close and to, to allow ourselves to receive. Does this make sense? I'm sure it does to many of you. My experience of working around the world that at least 75, 80% of us are much more comfortable giving than we are receiving. And so what about my own story recently? Well, a few weeks back, I realized I wasn't having pleasure in my life. This isn't just a essential or a sexual pleasure. I wasn't really enjoying myself. And I said to my husband, who is a gorgeous man who wants me to relax and to have enjoyment and fun, I said, I seem to have lost myself in the events of the day or the events of the week. And it reminded me of the time when I had breast cancer. And no, this isn't a repeat of that, but that. I had written the book all about what the meaning of illness was. And one of the meanings of breast cancer was not loving yourself. And just as I developed breast cancer, I was writing a chapter in my book, The Healing Power of the Sacred Woman, about breast cancer. And I realized when I developed breast cancer that it wasn't that I wasn't loving myself. I was doing all the things that one might say are loving. I was having my massages, I was taking rests, I was, I don't know, taking walks when I wanted to. I was doing all the things that one might say gives you pleasure. But what had actually happened was I had lost the self that needed loving. Let me just repeat that. I'd lost the self that needed loving or deserved loving. Again, I wonder if some of you have noticed this in yourself. It doesn't mean you're going to get breast cancer, but it's very typical of us to develop breast or develop cancer overall, is that it can become that we are the pleasers and we believe the needs of other people are more important than our own needs. Does anybody relate to that? And so recently I've noticed, and it probably had been due to everything that had been going on in the last year with COVID, etc that this energy of mine, which is very much about doing and helping and assisting, I've kind of got on a bit of a roll with that, uh, feeling that this was somewhat of an emergency, an urgency to get something happening so I could help others. <laughs> That's a bit of my own pattern there. And in doing that, I'd lost myself. So a few weeks ago, I started some stops, which is what my husband really tells himself, tells me, tells others, is that sometimes it's hard to start something new, but sometimes it's much easier to start some stops. And he was right. I had to stop doing some things. I unsubscribed from some websites. I, I said no to things. I took time out, even from things that I thought I was enjoying in some ways of well, I must go and do this. And it was like, wow, I'm putting pressure myself even in my enjoyable experiences. So I unwound myself, I unlocked myself from things where 
I was putting that pressure on that caused me to feel that those things were almost more important than that pleasure I was to experience. And as I said, it wasn't just that I wasn't enjoying, I'd lost that connection. I'd lost that receptivity. I'd lost that resonance with my life. And I wonder if any of you uh, have noticed that in yourself. It didn't mean that I wasn't following my heart, that I was still doing things intuitively, I was connecting, but the doing was there. So that sense of following my heart was a doing action. Oh, I must uh, create this or do this. But I wasn't receiving. And I needed to not just be receiving insights, but actually be still enough just to be held in that place of connection. And so I have started some stops. I'm feeling much better. I went on a mini trip last week and realized that I had a great deal of pleasure. And that pleasure comes from connection. And I was very aware of even my memories. If I have memories of my childhood, memories of my family, memories of my friends, when I have pleasure, it's got certain features associated with it. It can be that I'm relaxed, I'm not having to do anything, but it can also be that I feel safe in the environment that I'm in. I feel I can trust the person I'm with, not just trust them in a way that uh, I can speak to them, but in some ways I don't need to even take care of them and they will take care of me if I need to. All of these uh, aspects I'm just trying to uh, share so that you might be thinking about this along the same way. But the pleasures also were laughter. The pleasures were hugs. The pleasures were running. The pleasures were skiing. The pleasures, in other words, there was something about me feeling, let's say when I was skiing, the wind on my face. Or when I'm laughing or laughing with someone or they're laughing, I can hear it. Um, it might have been a, a other pleasures where it was very much about tactile tastes. Certain tastes were really important. Certain sounds were really important. And really, if I was to explain, as I hope I am to you, what was so pleasurable about that experience, they're the things I need to be sharing with you. And you might say, well, well hang on, are you like that with every laughter? No, it just felt like there was that cocoon of laughter or that wind cocoon, that intimacy I had with the snow. I'm, I'm just giving you a few examples. Uh, or that feeling I had when we had, you know, I'll say my father and I had a kind of secret about what we were gonna go off and do. And, and I say that because my mother would always be saying to my father, oh, Phil, we haven't got time to do that. <laughs> but my dad had this Aries energy. We always had time to do something new. So I'm saying is that sort of we would go and do it and my mother would laugh at us because we would always be off to do some other adventure. And um, she was part of our lives, very much about the adventure, but she was the more responsible one who said, I'll, I'll hold the space while you two go off an adventure. So I'm just giving that as an example. And it was that sort of knowingness that we all knew what the, the game was and we had that intimacy about that game. So I'm, I'm suggesting all these things to you so you may think about what has given you pleasure in the past or now. 
And certainly, I have pleasure just being with my lovely husband. And we don't have to be talking, we don't have to be touching, but there's that sense of safety, that sense of knowingness, that sense of communion, and that brings pleasure. So it comes to, as I was speaking about, the sacral chakra and the heart chakra. The heart chakra is about having that deep connection with oneself and feeling safe in that place. As I say, it's not just about receiving insights, but feeling that you can drop into your heart and <clears throat> there's an eternal love. And that's something I've always known, I've always had. And when I go away from that place, it's instantly there when I come back. It's like coming home to oneself. And I think for many people, that feeling of being loved and being lovable is missing. And the only way of, I've got to say, to sort that out, it isn't about if I do more, will I be loved? Or if I pray more? Or it's, it's really forgiving ourselves because there is no separation between us and the spirit world or whatever you want to call your God or your star people or whatever it is you believe in. They're, they're there right now. But it's us that create that separation. So what is it in each of us that says, no, no, I'm not, I'm not worthy of that love. I'm not worthy of that connection. Because the truth is, you can't exist on this planet without belonging to this, what we call spirit world or to the great mother. We, we're part of her. We're part of it. We're part of the cosmic plan. You can't disconnect except in our heads. And so I think one of our saddest experiences will be when we pass over is the idea that we said, oh, my goodness, it was always there, and I was the one that abandoned it. I was the one that rejected it, whatever the energy you call it. So when I hear people say, I was abandoned, I was rejected, oh, no, 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 it's never gone anywhere. We're doing the abandoning. We're doing the, the rejecting. We're the ones that isolate ourselves because it, it exists everywhere whether it's in the smile or the wind or the sun or the laughter or in the touch, it's there. That's, that's God. That's, that's the great mother energy. That's the intimacy. And beauty is part of that. Rainbows, sunsets, hummingbirds. It's all part of our remembering of our deep connection. We don't have to do anything to get it. That's the beauty of it. And then there's the sacral chakra. And the sacral chakra is the chakra related to relationships, to intimacy. As I say, and you may have heard me say, just pure sex is the base chakra. And the base chakra is to do with instant gratification or doingness or having an experience. So I sometimes, uh, I listen to people who say, oh yes, I love sex, I just don't do relationships. In other words, base chakra versus actually being intimate with someone, having a relationship. The base chakra is also to do with instant fixes, which may be uh, chocolate or it might be a glass of wine, it may be coffee, it may be drugs. It's that instant need for something that doesn't necessarily sustain itself if we don't go deeper and allow ourselves to experience that pleasure. Again, sacral chakra. And to be able to go into that place of safety in the sacral chakra, it is about trusting ourselves. And as I mentioned, 
I think this is a very uh, difficult chakra. It's, a, if I must say, a, a challenged chakra. Most people I meet have got issues in this area. And what's its partner? Its partner is the throat chakra. So the masculine chakra is the throat chakra. The sacral chakra is the feminine. And when we don't feel safe or we feel overwhelmed with emotion that often gets caught up in that sacral chakra, we go to our throat chakra. So we think a lot. We ask a lot of questions. We make a lot of excuses. We overanalyze things. We overthink things. And what we're really doing is staying away from those emotions that are just too challenging to deal with. And sometimes we've, we've created some belief system. Oh, it's because this happened to me or that happened to me. That's why I'm like this. And it's all fine. It's probably true on some level. But really, the important thing is, and? And how are we working with that? And the healing can't come through the head. Literally, the, the head has just created a way of avoiding that deep intimacy we have with ourselves, which may involve deep emotions that we just need to express. We need to sometimes express through our throat chakra how we feel, not just talk about thinking. And so that sacral chakra is about this intimacy that comes from, you know, we, we use that word intimacy, and I loved when someone described it as to into me you see. Who do you allow to see you? Who do you allow to know you at that level? And where are you concerned about allowing yourself to know yourself at that level? So intimacy is about having the courage to take a few clothes off so you can feel the touch or taking time to smell the roses to be present and I don't want it just to be a to-do list. I've smelled some roses today and I uh, actually felt the wind. It's, it's, it's a, like surrendering or merging with the energy. And you, once, the, once we do that, and I will say that the more I return to that space, the more I realize that actually other things don't matter as much. Because I truly know that when we are in that space, magic happens. And sometimes we're so busy doing that it's almost we miss the magic and we miss the delivery of the experience. In other words, I don't know, you could have many different experiences at the same time you know you could say i have lots of different partners lots of different jobs in other words you keep repeating something but because you're not receiving from that experience you're just on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing you're never actually completing the cycle you're never experiencing why did you have to have that first experience does that make sense it's like it's like tasting good food, and but never tasting it. So you just keep eating more and more, like having a chocolate, and you just keep having more and more because you actually never tasted the first one. Yes, that's a better description. So when we actually stop and taste the food or listen to the music or smell the roses or feel the touch of someone or laugh with someone, 
we don't need to keep repeating the pattern and we keep, don't need to keep repeating the experience because once we've embodied that it's a part of us it's sacred to us it can't be taken away and that's what i think about the sacral chakra the where the word it's like a sacred relationship with life feeds the sacred sacral chakra because once we have that interaction that intimacy that engagement we know ourselves we we engage with ourselves and we don't need to keep repeating it so if i repeat my idea of the chocolate once we've had the experience of what that chocolate tastes like and and allowed that taste that or the, the textures in our mouth whatever it is once we've allowed ourselves all of that and it's enter into, into ourselves into our into every part of our beingness we don't need to repeat it but if we only just taste one and we never let ourselves engage and embody that particular taste we will keep repeating it until we do okay so i hope this is giving you some ideas about pleasure it's so much about absorbing allowing receiving intimacy i think i've said all those words and life is like that life is a box of chocolates but life is about so many of us just having the experience at the deepest level until we don't need it anymore and we can go on to another experience the more we find that way of receiving those sensual messages the more pleasure we have the more intimacy we have and the more we will expand our experiences beyond what we physically can see around us we will feel the presence of ourselves in the cosmic world so are you ready to do a short meditation with me good so if it's safe for you to close your eyes, please do so. If not, do the meditation another time. Take a short breath in and long breath down through your body. As always, coming into your body. And if you want, on your in-breath, just breathe into your belly. So your belly moves out, you extend your belly. And then just breathe out. Literally, we could say contracting your belly. Don't do it with too much force. Just empty all that energy. Settle into your body. Breathe into your belly and a long out breath. Emptying all that air out of your belly. Take your awareness down to your sacral chakra, which is just underneath the navel. And recognize this is the hara, a very important place in so many traditions about being present. 
and being intimate with the world. And through your hara, your sacral chakra, see yourself in a place of nature you really love going to. And you can be walking, you can be sitting, you can be lying. And look at the colours, really look at the colours around you. It may just be the colour of the sky, but there may be other colours. And receive those colours into your body. Don't just see them, receive them. And hear the sounds around you. Again, hear them with the ears of your body. Each cell hearing the sounds. Absorb those sounds. Do the same with the smells around you, the aromas. And the feelings, wind or sun or the ground under your feet, absorb the feelings. Feel the pleasure of doing this. And now imagine that someone who you love and you have pleasure being with is coming towards you. They may be still on this planet, they may have passed. They may even be a pet. And first, go through that same process. What? See them, see their colours. Just feel the energy being absorbed into your body, into your cells their colours, their energy. Do the same with the sounds. Maybe it's words. Maybe it's a bark. Whatever sounds they give off. Laughter. Do the same with touch. Feel yourself opening to that intimacy. And just feel their energy overall. What is it about them? 
What is it you trust that gives you so much pleasure being with them? Now, letting them just step to one side, commit yourself to say, I want to feel this all the time. I want to be around situations, people, who allow me to have this pleasure. And it doesn't come from them, it comes from our willingness to receive to trust, to feel strong in ourselves, to ask for what we need. And if those around us cannot provide that, we're willing to make the changes, which may be to accept them as they are, or to walk away, but we will no longer be willing just to shut ourselves down. because this deep connection that is pleasure is essential for our soul, essential for our growth, essential to our happiness. And if there's nobody around us, then we're willing to find simple pleasures in life, simple ways that we can open up whether in nature, within our own home, to just trust that that around us, the energy around us is never empty, that we are surrounded by love and those who wish to connect to us so that we may know relaxation, love, and that place of safety. that is eternal and always there for us. And knowing that to be true, I ask you to gently bring your awareness back into the room where you are. In your own time to open your eyes, I suggest you have a lovely, relaxing time after this meditation. And let this next week be pleasurable until we meet again now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcasts on YouTube. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.